0: what up talk and fight fans thanks for tuning in to this debut episode of no no punches pulled with no mercy with our girl brooke Deerdorf. brooke tonight is your first night uh, of joining this wonderful family here at talk and fight and uh, we're going to let all the fans know who you are and what you represent and what this show is going to bring in the future so this is pretty much putting you in the hot seat so we're going to talk to you, find out all about you and your lovely story, because I know you got a great one. Let's uh, do it. So, yeah, you do. You do. Honestly, uh, why don't you tell everybody, you know, titles, you know, who you are, what your record was.
1: Uh, so for those of you that don't know, uh, it was Brooke. No Mercy Deerdorf was my fight name. Uh, it's no Brooke now for other people that know at the end of my career. Uh, my record when i retired was six five and two um and i held the wbc lightweight international title
0: yes you did well you uh you grew up in uh illinois uh you were the youngest of three in a small town uh how was how was that how was that growing up and how was the boxing scene in such a small town in illinois because you know to, to to even, I don't even know if Illinois has a boxing scene, does it?
1: Well, Chicago. Oh. So, Salmonac is like, I don't know, I'd say about an hour from Chicago. So, it's okay. like in, in the sticks part of the suburbs. Um, I grew up with two older brothers. Uh, my oldest brother was pretty nice for the most part. Me and my middle, my, my middle, the middle brother didn't get along so well. So, that was, he was always messing with me. So, I, I think that's a lot of... A lot of the the temper came from just him messing with me all the time and we were fighting all the time um so there was that um but i was always extremely extremely athletic like i played with two brothers i played every sport so i played basketball softball i ran track sometimes um you know i did volleyball i played everything throughout all the way through school um i actually had a scholarship to play full ride at niu for basketball um, yeah, but I decided I wanted to take a break from
0: school in and join the I military.
1: And join the army. Yeah, I joined the army. So um, yeah, the army was definitely an experience. I can say I don't regret the army. I mean, it did a lot for me. I definitely grew up from the army and the military. I definitely was not a lifer. Um, it wasn't for me. Uh, I can't deal with the, the drill sergeants in my face and spitting on me. And they wanted to kick their ass.
0: <laughs> no, no, no I, I couldn't do that uh, either. I
1: so I didn't have the best time in in basic training. We'll just put it that way. I didn't make it easy on myself.
0: No, but did you, did your, you did your time, mind, you did your time and got out, got out yeah. unscathed, unscathed.
1: Yes. I got out two weeks before nine eleven deployment
0: oh yeah wow yeah I
1: actually got Um, injured in training so that's i got an honorable discharge
0: excellent excellent um so i guess while serving in the army uh you attended your first female fight yeah so
1: when i was in the military at night i worked at a, a local club bar um place just for extra money um and they they hosted like fight nights in the bar. So it was literally anybody in the bar. It was like no holds bar, like anybody in the bar could sign a waiver and get in the ring. Like, Hey, I, I got beef with that person over there and then they'll get in the ring and they'll, and they'll fight at the club. So it, <laughs> as long as you sign a waiver. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so I got intrigued with it then watching the fights there. And then I was like, Oh, I could do that. So I did it a couple times and I was like, this is, this is pretty cool. So then I started training just a little bit locally there. Um, oh, and Jesse
0: Torres got, Boxing Gym, right?
1: Yeah. So then, when I got out of the military, I went to yeah Jesse Torres, the Law Boxing Gym, uh, in Aurora, and that's where I started just training just to stay in shape and just because it was fun. And then Jesse was like, "Oh, you you know, like, I think I'd only been training like two weeks, and the in the Chicago Golden Gloves was coming up, <laughs> and like, no, like I think you got some. You should go compete at the Gloves." And I'm like, so, he's so like, you walked, into,
0: you walked into Jesse's gym." like two weeks before a golden gloves before like
1: two three weeks before the gloves started yeah and he's like oh you gotta come compete you gotta come compete and i'm like okay cool like i can do that yeah i want to you know i can compete well so he's like yeah there's different i knew there was different levels like there was novice you know so i'm like cool like i'll at least be fighting people with my experience well then jesse's like well you're too good like you don't want to fight in the novice you want to fight open I don't know what about. so I'm like I mean whatever you say coach like I don't know whatever you think because I had no clue I just knew there was different ones but I didn't know the definition behind the different classes so he made up like this book <laughs> just gave me whatever I don't even remember what like this record so that I could fight in the open division <laughs> so that was an experience of a lifetime let me tell you I think oh, I fought the first girl I fought was like 6'2". So when I started amateurs, I was fighting at 138. Wow. And the first girl I fought was like 6'2". And I think she had like a hundred fights or 80 fights or something. And I was like, what the hell did you get me into? <laughs> That's who I'm fighting. She can't be the same weight as me. Like I'm little, I'm 5'4". <laughs> yeah. So i get in there but i i won that fight just because i my brawler style she couldn't keep me off right so i stayed on the inside so i won that one and then i had to fight the next day another girl that had i don't even know umpteen thousand fights (laughs) i think I, i won the first two fights but then i had to fight the third night straight and my body just from my body was wore out first of all i wasn't even that great of shape all and right. then I was taking a lot of punches, even though I was winning, because I had no idea what I was doing. I had just started training; I didn't have any skills. So the third, <laughs> I think, the third night, friends. the third night I lost a decision. So, I, the first time I competed at the gloves, I took second place. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty good for never fighting and not really having experience in doing open.
0: Right, right. So, so how, how was what, what was the feeling like getting in that ring for the first time?
1: The and very I mean, first time I got it, in the it, ring. Well, yeah. It was, I was nerve, it wasn't, wouldn't have been nerve, so nerve-wracking had not I not seen the girl, who's like a dang giant, and I'm like, look like a midget next to her, if I could, I wish I could find some photos, I mean, she like towered over me, like, I think when we got her up on the ropes, I was literally like almost in her belly button, <laughs> she was so big, but yeah, so when I saw her, I mean, my initial thought was, oh my God, like, I can't get in there with her. Like, she's going to pummel me. She's got like, how, how many fights again? And I have supposedly how many? Um, so I was a little nervous getting in the first time just because of who the opponent was and how many fights they had. But I have that no, the no mercy mentality. So, you know, there was no turning back at that point. We just went in there and like, also
0: that was, that was the golden gloves where you met, you met Sam, right? From when yes. and began training yes. with We're
1: him ran the golden gloves. Correct. So um, after I was training, I still would train at Jesse's, but um, I knew Jesse didn't really take a lot of people pro. Um, right. he, he did a lot with the amateurs, but he didn't really have a lot of pro fighters. And I knew that once I started competing, I wanted to go pro. And I wasn't getting too many fights with Jesse, except for the gloves. Um, so Sam put on shows all over Chicago. I mean, Sam's well known. I mean, he's like the biggest guy in Chicago. So he put shows on all the time. So once I met Sam, I started going to the city and training with Sam, um, just so that I could get more fights and more experience. Um, so yeah, that's why I went, and that was back when it was the original Windy City Gym.
0: Right, right. And then and then that that following year you took first. I did. Yes. So so funny. let's let, let's talk about that experience. Let's talk about the first Golden Gloves. You've been a year. You've been a year training. You know, you've competed after two weeks of after being in the gym and then. A year later you go here and you mop the floor with them and take the first you take first place in the Golden Gloves O five.
1: Yeah, I there was I, I got a few fights in between there throughout Chicago at different shows. Um and then when I went to the Gloves, it was funny because there was I think at that time I was fighting at one twenty five, I'm pretty sure for when I won the, the gloves the first time I had dropped to one twenty five. Um and yeah, it was it was just surreal i think i, I think this the one that i won i fought teresa o'toole um and emily Kleinfelter. filter i'm pretty sure it was that one that i won which if anybody followed boxing back then they were i think usa boxing even um but i dropped O'Toole. tool
0: uh,
1: i dropped her with a straight right hand um so that was like everybody was like because you not that too often that people get dropped in the amateurs
0: with headgear right um right. so it yeah t- that t- one on. takes a lot of force it takes a lot yeah of it takes
1: a lot of extra force with you got tag you on because it's padding you got a little, yeah. a little padding up there <laughs> um, so that was that was awesome you know dropping somebody um and then coming back and taking first place so yeah that was that was that was surreal it was a good time
0: and uh, so you uh how many times you went uh how many times did you go to the, the golden gloves? three times i think you went six think, as well
1: right? um I, Three or four times, I have Here to go back. back and look to, for sure. I know that the very last year that I competed at the nationals, um, I was fighting at 125, and when I waited till the end to sign up because people, I couldn't get any fights anymore um, right. anywhere. Uh, there was no local shows; people wouldn't fight me. Um, Sam tried, and no, I couldn't get any fights. So
0: he's what, like, well, what, "We're what, gonna wait till." What was the woman's? Uh, like I guess scene like uh during the, the, that time in Illinois and Chicago and all that
1: it was pretty decent I mean there was quite a few girls I mean I think I had before like my last gloves I had like 10 or 12 fights so I mean which and I think I went in 2002 I went pro in 06 so I mean I guess not a ton but I mean I felt like I was fighting it you know frequently enough I guess for the area um right. I mean, he put on a lot of different shows, and then there was other towns that would host shows. Um, but that last year, I remember going, and Sam's like, we're gonna wait until the last like few days to um, put you on the list. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, he put me on the list, and then like I think like the day before, um, the day before, I wanna say it was the day before the, the start of it. He put me on the list. And everybody that was in 125 either went up or down in weight. So I won I I won um the last nationals, I which I don't even think I put on there maybe, but a by walkover, because I nobody every it was a full list. And then I signed up and everybody moved.
0: They either went <laughs> up or down a weight class.
1: So I want to walk
0: over. It's, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be frustrating, you know. Like it was. I mean, it, 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 it's already hard. It's already hard enough as a female sometimes to find fights, right? Like like right. a lot of you know a lot of you women that have discussed. You know, sugar is one of those ones has talked about it. You you and me have talked about it, and then and then you know to be feared to the point where just seeing your name on the docket has them quivering, and uh, you know, yeah. and then people start moving up and away. It had to be very yeah. really frustrating.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was because, I mean, you it's not you don't quite train quite as hard as you do in the pros. But I mean, you're still putting in that time and you're still training um, and, you know, putting in all that hard work just to show up to a a fight and then have everybody back out.
0: Oh, that's that's yeah, that's horrible. So what was the motivation to turn pro? Like, who who were some of the inspirations behind uh, the choice?
1: Um, so, I mean, as far as the female side, um, my, my most famous ones that I can think that I thought of and, and I, and I now today I look back and there's pioneers back in the past that I've learned about since then that I didn't know about at the time that came like in the way beginning. Um, but in my era, the ones that I had seen fight, um, Chevelle Hallback was like my absolute favorite, even though she didn't, I don't have her style. I just loved her demeanor and just everything about her
0: she's so nice but man does she have a mean mug eh? she does
1: I'm telling you but she is if you Chevelle is very can be very mean and she I wouldn't say she could be mean but she puts on that persona that she's is that way but she's a beast in the ring when she turns it on but if you actually know her sweetest person you'll ever meet like would never say a bad word about anybody um that's just chevelle so yeah me and her have become really close um uh, but chevelle um christy martin um i had obviously seen Mia saint john fight i don't know who hasn't seen her fight um and wolf um there was uh, Layla ali french fraser's daughter I mean, there were so many that I had currently been watching. So just kind of got inspired by watching all the girls.
0: What? Okay, let's, uh, let's fast forward. September 1st, 2006, you know, where we're talking about paradise casino, your debut, uh, you know, you weighing in at what was 122, uh, TKO in, uh, Mayfield, that of uh, Columbus, Mississippi at 134 in the second round of that scheduled four rounder that debut let's let's talk about it what was what was the uh the emotions what, what run us through them how you felt
1: well the, the pro debut beans okay so i was born and raised in fairview illinois i mean that's where i was born i wasn't raised there i should say um okay. where all my um, mother's side of the family lives and resides big family um so we were always down there even after we moved when i was 2 up to somona um, but we were still always back there like all the time. So it's very close to Peoria. So okay. I don't know, 30, 45 minutes from Peoria, it's down closer to there. So to have it be at the paradise was like, like so great for me because it meant that my whole, like my whole family could be there. Like my parents could be there. Chris could be there. My daughter was there. Like my, like my whole other side of the family I had cousins, aunts, uncles, like, a lot of people there so it was it was the brook show it
0: was yeah it was the brook show show.
1: (laughs) i had i had i had an entourage with me that day um just because it was so close to everybody they're like oh yeah we're gonna go because it's at the paradise like why not um but yeah it was so but having everybody there was it was such an honor and it felt so great but at the same time like once it got closer i started you start to get those nerves because you're like, well, I have to perform well because literally every's actually going to be here this time. When, at all my other shows, I mean, they, my parents didn't go all the time. I mean, they were working or whatever. So it was usually just me or and Chris would go. But, yeah, I didn't, my family didn't go. I think they went to the gloves, but like regular shows, they didn't go watch those. So to be able to have everybody there, it was, it was great feeling. But yeah. yeah, a little bit of nerves, a little extra nerves, because I'm like, oh my God, everybody's here. Like I gotta, I gotta go out big.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that is that why you ended it so quick in that brawler fashion?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that and the fact that so Sam and Chris and everybody kept playing me up because I think the girl that I pro debuted was one and all with one knockout when I was pro debuting. So right. I was like, they're like, oh, like she's going to knock you out. Like she's one and to know with one knockout. So she's got power. She's going to take you. So I'm like, yeah, okay. She's going to take you I about that. So, but they kept egging me on. So then I got really pumped up like this, this, you know, what isn't going to knock me out. Damn it. Like right. I'm going to knock her out. Yeah. That ain't happening today.
0: I'm going to slump her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you're crazy so that's kind of drove me and, and like right before we did the walkout even so i'm like totally pumped like this chick is going to try to knock my head off so like i had to go out banging like immediately so i went like full speed ahead one nerves <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because of the family and two because i'm like this ch- i'm gonna get her before she gets me
0: that's, so. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. kind of why Honestly, there is one fight, there is one fight that that I've seen clips of uh, of yours and that's your your 07 fight when you brutalized DJ Morrison. Um that let, let's talk about that one. That, that that was that was a big one. You uh DJ you, you wrecked house that day.
1: Yeah. That was also I think that yeah, was also at the Paradise if I and yeah, that was also at the Paradise Casino. Yeah. Um DJ, that was a funny one too because Um she came out with basketball shorts on and a (laughs) wife beater, I think. When she I'm I'm almost positive she had on basketball shorts and a wife beater when she walked out from the back and I was like (laughs) (laughs) like I had never seen much love DJ if you're watching the show, but through me, because I was like, I are you sure that's the right opponent? Right. Because I had never seen a girl walk out in basketball shorts and a wife beater to the ring. But yeah, no, she was hardcore. Yeah, she was hardcore. Um, but yeah, that one didn't last very long either.
0: No, no, that was uh, that one was a minute twelve. Yeah. Min- minute twelve of the first round TKO. And uh, you know what? That was three TKOs, three fights, and then and then we step into uh to what I say was was a great upset uh mia st john wow yeah the,
1: yeah, the first mia st john fight i mean i can still like i can still like hear it like e- even like that well, night. what
0: was the motivation to go into a fight like that like you 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 were on your fourth fight and and you and you were like yeah you know what i don't give a shit if she's 43 8 and 2 i'm gonna knock her out like is, yeah. is that is that is that what the feeling well
1: was? so what initially happened was um If you've heard of Rita, Rita Figueroa was a stable mate of mine at Windy City Gym. She was actually scheduled to fight Mia St. John. Okay. And Rita got hurt. She hurt her shoulder like a week before the fight or five days or something before the fight. And Sam coached both of us. So he's, you know, I heard about her having to pull out. So I think, I don't remember if Sam mentioned it to me or if I called Sam, but I was like, hey, like. If she's not fighting, I want to fight. Well, I can't remember if he asked me or if I called him, but one, either way, if he asked, I was like, "Yes, hundred percent." Or, or I might have called him when I heard she was injured because I was like, I had seen her fight multiple times. Yes, I knew she was extremely more experienced than me. I also, it was like four or five days notice, and I fought at one twenty-five featherweight, one twenty-six featherweight. That right. fight was at lightweight 135. Yeah. And right. I, you know, they're like, Well, you hit the weight difference. And I said, I don't care, I'll just weigh in with my clothes and put keys in my pocket. I it's think you weighed, in, you, so weighed in
0: like, you weighed in like six or seven pounds later, right?
1: 129, I'm pretty sure, is what I weighed in on, but I had yeah. all my stuff on. <laughs> uh, because you can only be so far apart or they won't sanction it, like, right? Right, you know, you got to be kind of close. Um, yeah.
0: But yeah, I but I,
1: I weighed in with all my clothes on and everything and I was I'm pretty sure I was 129. But I just told him I said, you know, one, I know I can take her I don't care about her experience. I don't care about the weight difference Two, I mean, in my mind, first of all, I didn't even think about losing. But looking back now on it. I mean, if I would have lost it really wouldn't I still would have been recognized. Yeah, just for fighting her <laughs> at three, oh, and 0.
0: definitely for step for stepping up and taking such you know, short enough, Like taking a fight like that, right? that's a veteran, been around for so long in the game, exactly. You know? And and you know that that shows a lot of you know a lot of determination and drive. What what it? What characteristics do you have that that put you above the the, the others? What what makes you that you know gives you that drive and determination? What do you think it is? That military <laughs> that military health.
1: I guess the military probably helped. I always, people have asked me that before, and I always revert to being the only sister with two brothers.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's going to suck, man. I, I mean, my sister. <laughs>
1: like they were always playing football or they were, you know, doing this. So I always wanted to play with them. I was the little sister. So I always wanted to tag along with my brothers. So whatever they were doing, I wanted to do. So growing up, I was your typical tomboy girl. Like I played every sport. I mean, yeah. I I'm not so much the same. I mean, I can be both now, but I mean, I was still a girl, but yet I played all the sports. So people said yeah, I was a comedy.
0: Basketball, volleyball, softball, track. Yeah, all I played game. it all.
1: Um, but I I do give a lot of credit to my brothers because, like I said, my my middle brother used to. We used to go at it.
0: Do you, do you box him out now?
1: <laughs> Have I boxed him now? No.
0: Yeah. Can Can you box him still? You think?
1: Could I box him? Yeah, you know I've joked with him many times, and when I was competing, and I'm like, "Come spar with me, come spar with me," but nice. he's he's the type that's not fair. He's not a fair fighter. <laughs> so he would have done something stupid. He wouldn't that's have just. He,
0: that's because he hit too hard, right?
1: One, he would hit too hard, and two, he would have he would have throw in an, a knee or an elbow, or he's just that type of guy. Like if he feels like he's gonna lose, he's gonna bring in some weapons. So, but I do give a lot to that. Um, the military also helped. I mean, my mom, she's tough. She's The sweetest thing, sweetest as pie. Do anything for anybody. Um, but if you and if you cross her wrong, watch out. Type of yeah. temperament. Um, and my dad is. My dad is. Everybody says my dad is scary. I don't think. So. Everybody else thinks my dad is scary. Like if they just see him um they're like he's oh, just he's-
0: the presence that's, that's yeah, the that presence, presence
1: and like his his demeanor uh, yeah. and he's a pretty big guy so everybody's like oh my god like your dad is so scary and I'm like okay I mean but uh, that's my dad um but yeah same thing with him I mean he's like, he's he is a quiet mad though so like when he's really mad you know he's mad yeah. he doesn't have to yell.
0: it's almost like it's almost like if he was a cartoon you could see the like yeah. Radiation of yeah exactly
1: it's like you yeah. know he's really really pissed but he doesn't have to yell at you it's like he can talk very calmly but like you know he's being very serious so yeah. i think i took a little bit of that from all of
0: them really what what was the support like from 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 your parents growing up in, in the boxing game were they very supportive or then they, they were um
1: my dad actually loved it um he came in to several my parents if they were close they were at every fight both my parents um so they definitely backed me 100 as far as that goes um the the difference my mom hated it just because she's a mom and yeah. she didn't want to see me get hurt so she's like like every time i'd have a fight she's like oh my god like I'm so worried. I'm I'm so worried about you. Like, I want to be there to support you, but like, I hate watching you get hurt. And I'm so scared. Like, what if something happens? Like, cause she's a mom, um, but she was always there. If it was somewhere local that she could be. My dad, on the other hand, he really liked it. He enjoyed it. I mean, he came in corner. He came into the corner with me on three or four of my fights. I know the two in, in Illinois, um, I don't, the Michigan one, um, he came and he even came to Canada with me. Um, oh,
0: uh, so
1: yeah, my dad did, um, come in and in, in the corner, uh, with me several times. So yeah, very supportive. Uh, my brothers came to some of my local fights. Um, so yeah, they were all pretty supportive of it.
0: That's great. Y'all, yeah, honestly, it's, it, it's, it's a big thing like it, to have family support in this game. Like, you know, you're in that ring always by yourself. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's the lonely man sport. You're in there, you're on your own. But to have all that support on the outside is a big, big thing. And then, you know, especially, exactly. especially nowadays, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a hard life. You know, it's, it's, it not a, it's not an easy game. You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, you're not going to get in there and just make mega bucks. You know no. you're gonna go through your trials and tribulations and you know you're yeah. you're, you're gonna suffer you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of problems you know there's gonna be a lot of issues And it's definitely a long road yeah it's a long road that being said what what do you think is the biggest obstacle that you faced uh in your career not only as just a, a boxer coming up but as a woman uh, a female
1: um the biggest obstacles that i had to face um as far as the boxing side of it is just you know the politics in boxing um getting on cards was tough um especially um later on in my career i stopped going with sam and when my husband chris got his coach's license we kind of just ventured off because it was you know an hour hour and a half drive to the city we literally just went there for sparring sam was i can't remember Was it Olafkin or he was really busy with uh, several of the big pro guys at the time. Um, Uh He didn't always have enough time. I mean, he he did the best he could and he did what when I was there, he did what he could. Um, So I literally just started going there for sparring days Uh uh, to get sparring. And then when I was at home, Chris was doing all the mitt work, like all the training regiments, all the mitts, like me and him were doing it together. So... At that point he's like well why don't i just get my coach's license you know we can still go to any gym for sparring because i knew so many different coaches um and then that way i also didn't have to give out a portion of my purse exactly anything
0: yeah Um, because you know a lot of a lot of people don't they don't understand how much how much that gets split up you know when you're yeah it comes time to pay the men that you know help you get to where you're at they
1: don't get that yeah i mean if you like today or back then i mean i only had sam as a coach so i only paid him but if you were to have you know a coach and a nutritionist and then you had you know the guy that does your cardio and you had a promoter Uh, you had to pay all of them a portion of your purse um i at the time only had sam so i had to pay him his coach's portion but the the difference with it is like back when i was fighting when you're fighting for you know eight hundred dollars or dollars yeah. and then i got a payout part i mean i'm basically fighting for free already like yeah so at that point being as chris was doing all the work i'm like we're just like yeah we'll just do it on our own now so when i left sam though that did make it extremely hard to get the same opportunities I would right. say um because it was literally just Chris like setting up all the fight me and him just yeah. you know we had people call managers calling us and then we're like well no I'm not fighting for a thousand dollars like we just beat Mia saying John like what yeah like you know yeah. um but then you say no so many times and then the call stopped coming because they don't want to pay they didn't want to pay women Right. So at that point, it's either you take what you can get or you just don't fight. And that just wasn't me at the time. No, no, so, um, you know, we went from there. And it. The, so the biggest struggle for us was getting matches, um, yes. getting fair matches, um, getting promoters um, to not screw us over, um, because you know first of all they knew we weren't working with anybody which i don't know if that made it worse or not but just always getting the raw end of the deal as a female like never getting equality never getting fair purses like not even close to fair um you know not getting all the accommodations that the guys would get um i mean sometimes i mean i know that i can't even remember which fight it was but one of the times i fought in new york The room that they gave us was like, I was scared to go
0: there. (laughs) I
1: I mean, you know, it's just, and you know, the guys weren't staying there, but they didn't want to push spend out the money. So, I mean, just from just getting any kind of equality or fairness was like the biggest challenge for us and getting um, we couldn't get any fights with any commissions locally, um, anymore. Once I left Sam, I never fought in Illinois again.
0: Wow. Um, uh, it really goes, to, it really goes to show you how politics really can. can yeah. Take over I mean, to, it, and, and hinder the, you know, upward, upward rise of.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, eight count promotions. I mean, i that's where I fought the two fights in, um, at yeah. the paradise casino with, and then also I fought in Cicero with them once um right. but after i left sam they didn't put me on a card again after that so literally every fight from then on was out of my my realm i mean i was a road dog i went wherever whenever and after mia it was i think every single person i fought after mia besides my very last fight was top five ranked
0: yeah with titles Honestly, i i, I want to talk i want to talk about the mia st john win the second one yeah. the decision wbc international light you know 79 77 78 76 77, 75. and then right after that you take on mary mcgee like these uh these are some these are some big big names and then right after that olivia lagarula in canada yeah you know you 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 were fighting some top 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 ladies there because you were yeah. a top lady right so yeah i
1: was fighting them all i you know, towards the end of my career, after I fought Mia, I'm like, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it all the way. And I wanted the right. best. So, I mean, I got several fights. I mean, I used to have, I think it was um, Allison Pusick or something. She was an up-and-comer. I can't remember for sure what her name was. I think that's what it was. But her manager used to call and hound the crap out of me after I won that belt that right. I was scared to fight her. and And I'm like, I don't even know who the hell she is. Like, I've never even heard of her right why would i fight you when you're not ranked and i don't even know who you are like i've never even seen an article about you move it along buddy like stop trying to get clout off of me because you want your girl to like jump to the spotlight and nobody's even heard of her yet get out of here with that crap
0: yeah she Um,
1: so but yeah i mean i wanted the best of the best and i thought i feel i mean i don't know other people might feel different but the best there was between 126 and
0: 135
1: in their hometowns, defending yeah. titles. Yeah. And we all know how that goes.
0: <laughs> honestly, people out there, if you haven't seen it, man, definitely. You got to go back and check these fights. You got to check these historical documents of uh, wonderful, wonderful fighting by Brooke. Honestly, some, some great fights. Honestly, he kicked me his ass twice yeah twice. twice he brought it her twice you know put mary yeah. McGee in a place you know it's it's, yeah, it's all the, mary that
1: fight, the mary it's all fight the mary fight was interesting and
0: you, and you got it sitting up, up in the corner behind you you know that that big green belt yeah. that's what yeah, it's about it's right there. yeah right there. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna move along we're gonna talk about what what you want this show to be because you know this is this is gonna be your show i'm introducing you to all the people that are watching around the world today you know this is going to be every every tuesday eight thirty, with brooke doing her thing well what 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 are we looking forward to what are you going to bring us well, what do you want this show to be
1: so i want so what i want for this show is i want it to be i want it to be fun um i want it to be informative i want it to be exciting so um with my past experiences And all the BS that we had to deal with as women, I want all that to come to light. I feel like nobody really has asked those questions in interviews for people to really grasp. Hold on baby, uh, grasp what everybody has had to go through to get to where women's boxing is today. I feel like a lot of the women in, in today's era has forgot about all of the past females that helped pave the way to get Correct. them on that level. It didn't just happen because of one fighter. Like you didn't no. make that happen. All of us did. We all put a brick in that in that road all the way to where you got today.
0: So- There have been, um, there have been women say. professionally fighting since the 1800s
1: yes so um i'm going to be interviewing pioneers um you know old school fighters um i'm going to be doing my you know before my era fighters my era fighters like all the way up as as many as i can get um and i'm going to ask you know questions i want people to realize like like you were asking like all the crap that we had to deal with um you know with the pay and not being able to fight not being able to get a license not being able to you know get On a card, or not be able to be televised, or not be able to be a main event, or make more. I don't know. Back then, shoot, the most I made was four thousand dollars. I can only imagine. That's one one thing.
0: That's one thing I give you a lot of respect for. You, you openly. Oh, I'll tell it. You openly, you openly discuss purses, and that is one big thing in boxing that gets very hush hush. You know, very
1: Uh, hush hush. But you know what? I'm not fighting anymore. So
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of you know hearsay there's a lot of this person said this this is how much this is this and this but when it comes down to cold hard facts and what's written down on a piece of paper and what gets put on that check you can't find that stuff and you know it it, it's great that you're you're shedding a light on that situation for women and really showing that you know you guys have come a hell of a long way
1: we have we really really have i mean yeah for my wbc title in mexico against mia st john four thousand dollars just throw it out wow. there so everybody knows um wow. i'm sure mia made way more than i did but i to this day don't know what she made but I'm yeah, sure it, way it more doesn't than
0: matter me. you got the you got the w
1: i did i got the w um but so the B, that's what i want B. the show yeah that's what i want the show to be the truth like yeah. i want people to really tell the truth so that you know the current fighters the current champions like everybody can really see like how bad it was because I don't think they like me when I was in my time I didn't do the research I mean I like all the names I listed those were like the people I looked up to because those were the ones that I physically saw right like they were before me but I saw them fighting like they were in the news they were fighting on TV like I saw them fighting you know the people before that I didn't until recently really learn about some of the older fighters um, that started it, got the first license ever. Like I learn, I'm learning as I'm going. And so it's so intriguing to like actually hear their stories. Um, When I was inducted at the Hall of Fame, I mean, there were several pioneers that were inducted and the stories that they told were just, I mean, it was like, it was so like humbling to hear like some of the stuff that they were saying. And to like know that it was worse than it was when I was fighting. Like, but I didn't have the time then as a young fighter to really do the full research on women's boxing. Um, but I, I just want the truth. So I want I wanted when I do interviews, I want people to be honest. I want them to tell the truth. I'm gonna ask harder questions to try to get them to spill the tea and tell me like all the the BS they had to go through. Um so we'll be doing interviews. Um do you want me to give the oh i can't because they might be watching Um, (laughs) i have some of my shows scheduled Um, yes
0: yes yes yes. so
1: just tune in because they're going to be very exciting
0: honestly honestly i'm i get to hear what's going on for next week so i'm already excited for next week's show and uh, i know i know it's going to be a great a great debut of you by yourself with your with your own show here on the talk and fight network Uh, honestly brooke i want to say i want to say firsthand you know welcome to the family thank you it's it's going to be great you know you're going to do great here and honestly you're probably going to open up the eyes for a lot of women that uh you know are thinking about getting into this game because you know yeah
1: i mean i'm going to be doing um i've some amateur fighters. I'm going to be doing interviews with amateur fighters. I've already got some lined up. I've got a huge list of people I've already asked about being on the show. I just haven't scheduled the shows yet and figured out who I'm going to do in what order, but I've got amateur fighters that I've got that are going to be coming on. Um, I even have some um, like young, young girls that are coming up. So um, yeah, it's, I'm going to be trying to get all from past, you know, way in the past, past, present, future, kids that are boxing that want to go you know that want a career in boxing like i want it to be a little bit of everything but i really want it to just be the honest truth and for people to really really understand like how bad it was the, my biggest pet peeve today is whenever you're seeing the girls of today some of them doing interviews and they always ask them like you asked me well who are the some of the people that you looked up to when you were coming up in the sport and they all say a male Fighters, yeah, yeah. Like that really perturbs me. <laughs> that really pisses it, me off when it,
0: it just it just shows that you know they're not they're not educated in the sport that they're in. Right. You know, it but it's shows like, that they don't know the history. So, you gotta, yeah, so many. you gotta know where you come from to know where you're going. You know, right? You well, know- and like I said,
1: I didn't know about all the older ones, but I certainly knew about the ones that came right before me because I saw them fighting. So these girls have they know some of the past fighters. When they were fighting amateurs, they were watching boxing because they knew they were going to go pro. Who's the competition up there? Like, who am I possibly going to fight when I turn pro? Like, who are right. the top dogs? Like, who do I want to go after? You know that, the the generation before you. So right. take the time to at least say, oh, hey, I think, you know, such and such was a really good pro. You know, she had a great pro debut, anything, or she had a great career, or something girls <laughs> listen to well me you know
0: honestly you 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 should you probably will one of be one of these women named you know yeah. that, that have that have helped inspire people like yeah you are a, yeah. you are a W-C belt holder like yes. you, you're a champion I would have
1: loved I love for somebody you. to say that i mean i did have several amateurs come up to me there and um one in particular who actually she's a i think she was a pro um and i was her who she looked up to like she doesn't have the best of record um but she's fought really tough opponents um and she's like you know seeing you still make the hall of fame regardless women's boxing you can't look at records
0: it's who they fought and where they fought them honestly why why i say that is because you know what women women don't duck they they don't they don't run no and then fight anywhere They they get in the ring and they fight win or lose it doesn't matter exactly, just, exactly. You're, you're in there every loss yeah. is a lesson and every win yeah. is a big, you know
1: but you know she was ecstatic to meet me just because she was like you know you're like who I looked up to because of your story and like you're here like you were you're in the hall of fame like that gives me hope that like I still what, have a chance
0: what was that uh, like that phone call that, that oh my god that was at involved.
1: the induction ceremony the girl came to she bought a ticket and was at the induction ceremony She came up and asked me for my autograph and took photos and she told me all of this stuff like in person, Um, I actually, I got her phone number I gave her my phone number and I was like, if you need anything or any advice, you call me. And I have actually talked to her a few times since the induction, Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just me, I wanna give back. But girls of today, if you're asked that stinking question, who do you look up to, please? Name any female fighter. You can name the guys too, but at least throw some females out there. Give give the females their props.
0: They need the recognition for the for, for the way they paved the way for the young, yeah, you know, they the do. Youth. You know, like there's a lot a lot went on in female boxing before 2012 in the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, I never got just, the
1: Olympics. It wasn't there.
0: Exactly. So many exactly. of us didn't. Tons, tons and tons of females yeah. didn't get that opportunity. And you know, they had and no bump, have been Olympics
1: like, without all of us fighting before that. Yeah. Fighting for the Olympic spots, like fighting for us being in the Olympics. So just think about that next time you're asked that question.
0: That's right. Well, Brooke, you know what? I think it's been a great introduction to uh to the world out there, uh for, for what what they're in store for for you know this weekly weekly show 8 30 no punches pulled with none other than no mercy brooke yes. yes so brooke um i can't wait for next week i'm super excited for the show all the fans out there watching make sure you set your reminder for this one you're not going to want to miss it trust me you don't want to miss it It's we special. Got, we got some, she's got some special things happening for the second installment of this show so make sure that you tune in you're not going to want to miss it guys it's always a pleasure Brooke welcome to the yep. team welcome to the family good luck in the future with the show and uh honestly it's 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 been a pleasure and uh to all the talk and fight family and friends out there thanks for tuning in to this episode of no mercies no punches pulled thank you
1: guys see you next week
0: later.